Hey, Pat. How are you? Amari, how you doing? I'm maintaining. Osborne. Class of Long time, sis. How you been holding up? Ah, just trying to get back to 100%. I hear, I hear that. So, so since graduating, what you been up to? Just working. Um, you know, I'm still a cosmetologist. Been doing that since high school. And taking care of my three boys. They all three Wow, three now, boys. So I got one that's supposed to be graduating this year. Okay, you got yeah. He's supposed to graduate this year, but with all this mess going on, yeah, I'm not sure so what's going to happen. Right, when they, if they lift their order, you know, I'm still going to be cautious a week or two after that, but I'm pretty sure you're going to have some set up nice for them. Yeah, but I'm I'm kind of iffy with that. Yeah. I'm not sure. No, I understand. I want to do that. All right, so uh, we're going to hop right into it, Tiff, if you on my um. Okay, dealing with this COVID-19, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure we both have our, we know what's going on. We don't want the feds knocking on our door. So that's the conversation we probably have amongst just us two. But um, the first time you felt something like, okay, this is not normal. What What were the symptoms? Like, what were you feeling? Well, the first pill that it that it wasn't normal for me. It started off feeling like a regular sinus cold, and mm-hmm. I have seasonal allergies, so mm-hmm. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't alarmed by it. Um, the first pill that really resonated to me that something could be wrong was the fact that I would um, have a fever, and it was a low-grade fever, but I would have a fever, and um, and it was more of an aching and chills. And I right. normally take Motrin. Like, Motrin works mm-hmm. wonderful for me. But when I was taking the Motrin, it would make me sweat profusely, like dripping sweat down my face. And I reached out to one of my close uh-huh. girlfriends, which is a nurse, and she said, well, are you having a reaction to it? I'm like, no, I take Motrin. Like, this is my go-to. And it just, by the time I stopped Wedding, the fever was back. I don't think the fever ever okay. left. So that was a, that was a pill for me. That something other than just right. you know a regular little cold. Now let me ask you this: Before on. you start having those, well, while you was having those symptoms, was this COVID nineteen already out there, or was just um, something you just heard about? Um, but. Yeah, it had just became a thing because, okay, I celebrated my birthday, right. which is March 10th. I celebrated it on the 8th with a ton of my family and friends. And um, so that was on the 8th. On the 10th, I brought my birthday in at another um, friend's little bar. And by the 11th, that's when I started having the um, little sinus symptoms. But no, it, it had just been spoke of, and I was in the first batch of people okay. that had gotten it. So now, okay, what made you say, okay, mm-hmm. I got to get up out of here and go to the hospital and get this checked out? Well, I started to have a cough, and um, followed by just a little weed, 
And it wasn't really alarming because, again, as a child, I would get upper respiratory infections often. So I thought maybe I just had a sinus infection. So I did okay. go to urgent care first, which was, um, like I said, my first symptom was on the 11th. I believe I went to urgent care around the 15th, about the 14th, 15th. And um, they assessed me, gave me an x-ray and said that I had bronchitis, but if it didn't um, improve within a couple of days, then she goes okay. to the hospital. So I waited those days out. I started the z pack that they gave me at the urgent care, and for a day or so, it did feel like it started to improve, and then it gradually got worse, and my breathing got worse, and my appetite had just went away. I didn't lose my taste and smell, but things taste different. Okay. Smell different. Okay, so now. But once it got severe. No, go, go ahead. Finish okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Once it got severe, I knew it was bad when I couldn't walk from my bed to my door, my bedroom, from my bed to my bedroom door. And I'm like, oh, okay, I have to go in because me and my sister were sick at the same time and we were kind of monitoring, you know, mm -hmm. where we were with it. And she's like, no, we need to go in. And we, neither one of us still thought that it was COVID. You know, we thought that maybe we just got sick. And crazy because the weather was real nice that weekend. That Sunday was yeah. like 60-something degrees. I was out without a coat and stuff, you know, celebrating my birthday again. But, uh, yeah, we didn't think it was that. Okay, so you go all. to the hospital. Um, what hospital you go to? I went to Beaumont Gross Point um, first, and that was on the 20th of March. So it was about nine days in from my first symptom. And um by the time I was got I got there, it was it was oh man, I was down bad, fam. I it was horrible. Like to the point where I was coughing so bad I couldn't catch my breath. Um to the point where all my, my muscles mm -hmm. and my urine for my urine urine wow. I lost them. Like I I was completely wet by the time I got off the vehicle. And um, my heart rate was like that's, 180 yeah, that's, something. Uh, that's high. <laughs> Excuse me, I still have Take a call. Um, it was a, like 180 something. My blood pressure was up. My um, oxygen was down. And they took me right in. And before the doctor ever tested me, he was like, I'm going to just tell you now. Yeah, you have it. And by that time, my sister had went to the yeah. hospital the day before. And she was begging me to go in. She was like, just go in, just go in. I'm like, no, I'm about to fight this out. And once I realized I mm -hmm. couldn't walk from my bed, my bedroom door, that's what made me go in. And even by the time I got to the car, I had to sit in the car for about 20 minutes before I pulled off. That's how wow. winded I was, just getting yeah. from my room to the car. So, yeah, I was admitted initially at Beaumont Rose Point. And then on the 23rd, I was transferred over okay. to Beaumont. Now, what was the difference between the two hospitals yeah. as far as uh, keeping you comfortable? Oh, man. <laughs> the difference between those two hospitals was like eating white castles <laughs> and red lobster. Yeah. Um, say it's not even close. It was crazy. It was, it was mad different. And I'm not, you know, yeah. I'm not here to bash, you know, in the hospital. And I don't want to get in right. any issues. But in my experience, it is. It was a huh, totally different experience. Well, they um they weren't really prepared. I don't believe to deal with COVID patients. 
and um, they wasn't they just weren't equipped. So I requested. I actually requested to be transferred over. Honestly, I don't think if I did not request that, mm. I would be here today. That's just my truth. Well, I'm glad you requested, sis, for real. That's my husband. Yeah, my sister was also transferred, so she was transferred first. Both of so y'all battling. The same so y'all was battling the together. <laughs> wow. Absolutely. Absolutely. We were, we were sick at the same darn time, and unfortunately, she was a little worse off than me because my sister ended up on a ventilator. She was on there for about a week and a half. Wow, Tiff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it was really hard to deal with, with me worried about my sister and trying to. And get where my was your mind together. at for your kids too? Just, to end- just what, what, what was you thinking going through mm-hmm. this? Yeah, that, you know, that was the worst. Um, I just I wanted mm-hmm. to continue to fight, but there were many days I sat there and just accepted that this is my end. And the only comfort I had was knowing that all of my boys are teenagers now. Um, although the young teens, 13, yeah. 14, and 18, um, I was just like, I'm happy I keep my mm-hmm. life insurance paid. Like, oh my goodness, I'm, I'm going to die. And my, my son, he didn't even get a chance to graduate. Like, I was just feeling so down. Like, this just took so much from us. Where did I get it? I, just, I still don't know where I got it from. I was around a ton of people that entire weekend. And those people don't even have it. Like, they never got it. So I don't know what it was where me and my sister got, you know. But um, I was around my mom, cousins, relatives. That I was around everyone the yeah. whole weekend. And, you know, it just selected those, you know. You know, you, yeah, you just <laughs> live in the tip, your typical life. are given to the strongest warrior. Yeah, and, and it, it's crazy because. I was, I was just going crazy in there wondering if I kept my baby safe. Because mm-hmm. what I did do, although I didn't think that I had the COVID, the moment I got symptoms, I started quarantining. Whatever entity told me to go ahead and just start protecting your right, baby, right. I did that. And they have not gotten it to date. They still Thank have God. not been sick. And we're and I'm in the home together. So everything I touched, every time I moved, I sprayed, I cleaned, I sprayed, I cleaned. I'm already a germaphobe, so it was just yeah. tenfold for me and has been that way. And how long everything. did you spend in the hospital? Yeah. I was there nearly a week. And then um, coming up on the week that I was discharged, I ended up having to go back to the hospital because I had um, some more symptoms. New symptoms? Then I was... Uh, yeah, have some different symptoms and still um, suffering with the shortness of breath, which I'm still dealing with that from time to time. I'm I'm not sure what's going to happen with that. Um, and uh, a week after that, I ended up having to go back to the hospital. So every week, I've been back and forth to the hospital with new symptoms. I ended up getting, um, I'm not sure if it was the pink eye, but I think it was just the virus still trying to attack yeah. my body. And I'm fighting it tooth and nail. So I'm just trying to feed my body everything that it needs that um, would get my immune back up. I started to have a sore throat. And these are all things um, two weeks post me being discharged from the hospital that I'm experiencing. I'm still having a nice sweat, still waking up out of my sleep with anxiety, still having the mm-hmm. um, body ache, 
and um, the chills and stuff like that. I haven't had a reoccurring fever, but um, all the other symptoms, they just kept coming up and down. I'm still, even to this day, I'm still coughing and, and um, releasing symptoms. Yeah. It's crazy. And it's been well over. Well, what is So that 14 yeah. day stuff, it, it's a lie. So, a lie. so right now you're telling everybody you need more than 14 days. Well, more than 14 days. I was retested last week. My first test was on the 20th of March, and it came back positive. And my second test was on the 8th of uh -huh. um, April, and that is still positive. So I'm still Okay, and what is your diet like? Like, what are you drinking or eating to kind of stay healthy? Um. Well, my regimen now, what my regimen, which it had been, I... I tried and been on everything, but as of as of late, I've been doing my um, dandelion mm -hmm. tea with um, fresh lemons. Y'all be careful with these lemons that they have out here now. Those super large lemons, those are hybrids. For one, lemons are already hybrids, so that's a whole nother talk show. But I'm still doing my lemon and my um, my lime, um, some cayenne pepper, um, some herbal tea that one of my girlfriends yes. gave me. I'm taking my vitamin D pills. I'm taking my magnesium, calcium, and uh, let me see. I'll get up and eat off everything. It's the magnesium, calcium, and zinc um, vitamins. I also have a stress B complex that I take on the regular. I've been taking okay. that anyway. With my raw honey, because I don't have any agave, um, so I use raw honey. And I'm doing extra vitamin C. That's a separate one. Um, what else? Of course, the raw, gen the fresh ginger. And I did the steam, the face steam with the orange peels and the lemon peels and the onions and sea salt. And how so I've done all that. But Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, how often are you, are you drinking this? I'm drinking it pretty much all day. As often as I can, um, I try to stay away. Well, they say the cold things aggravate it. So I've been trying to stay away from, you know, the cold yeah. beverages. So I've really just been drinking my tea just over this whole time outside of drinking water. I've had some ginger ale maybe a couple times, but other than that, that's pretty much all I've been doing. Okay, and Tiff, for the people that's not believing that this is serious out here, and that we should stay at home, try to stay healthy as best as we could, uh, make sure we sanitize and everything. Talk to them. Like, come on, school them. Tell them what's going on. Ah, man. Um, I'm not sure what to call what is going on. So let me say that. But what I do know, what I do know, if it's anything that we should get out, out of this experience, it should be that we need to get healthy. What I have noticed that those that are healthier, that eat better, they survive it better. And that's not to say that I ate great because I do not. I am a horrible, horrible eater. But I have to shout out and thanks to my dad because he's a, he eats immaculate. He doesn't do any dairy, no meat, no nothing. And he's been trying to get me on that path for quite some time. But he did offer some things to help me along the way, which was a lot of um, Dr. Sebi's products, which was I was taking mm -hmm. Mayan, I was taking Lino, I did the um, the cell cleanser, 
which cleans out all the mucus, and the mucus is what causes sickness. And that starts in our gut. That starts in our stomach. So when they say you are what you eat, that's exactly what it means. You are what you eat. And those parasites have a mind of their own in your body, and they will, you know, they want to be fed, and they want to be fed what isn't good to keep Mm -hmm. them alive. But once you remove those parasites, you you reheal your body. You take it back to its natural state. So what I would tell people is just try to be healthy. I've, I've backslid a, a ton of times. It's, it's going to take us time because these foods are addictive. It's no different from weed or drugs or anything else that you can be addicted to. Medicine, this food is addictive, and they put addictive agents in it in order for us to crave it. So I know it's going to be yeah. a challenge. It's going to be a challenge for me, but um, I have to do better. Now that I know better, I have to do better, and I ask that others do better as well because if and when, this comes back around, we need to be prepared. We got to do better. We know that it's a target. You know we're a target. You know, so we just have to make a conscious decision to do better, especially when it comes down to what we're intaking right. in our body. Um, I think everybody should do a better job as far as educating themselves, just knowing your body first and foremost. Um, any symptoms, um, call in to them doctors, get them appointments. Um, anything feel out of out of the ordinary go check on it because um sometimes if you wait too late that could be the worst thing that you could do um i just want to thank you for coming on and just letting everybody know what's going on with you and and just keeping people abreast about um trying to get healthy uh battling the coronavirus and um salute to you sis and um i hope you just you keep battling and that you come out of this thing healthy and you will we're gonna put positive words out in the atmosphere you will. You will overcome this yeah, thing. Yeah, we're going to take information. Yeah, of course. Yeah, we're we going to be good. This thing going to turn around. And y'all just be careful. You know, if they open the country back up, which I don't agree with, if they open it back up, just tread lightly, y'all. It, it, you know, this is what they want. Maybe they have a quota and they ain't reached their numbers yet. But just be careful. And as well as they protest to open it up, y'all can protest to shut it back down. And that's just my advice. You know, if I can be on the front line with y'all, I swear I would, but I'm still in a position where I can be harmful to others. So I'm still staying my distance away from everyone else. But just keep that yeah, that's, in mind. That's they the best thing. Yeah, you're right about that. You know, because I believe that the numbers will spike. If they lift this ban, um, you'll see it a matter of two, three days, a week, within a week, you'll see those numbers going up. You'll see more casualties yeah. and. You know, we have to be smart about this thing. You know, we need to sit down and chill for a minute. You know, I know it's frustrating for everybody to be sitting at home. And, you know, we all complain about haircuts and nails and everything. But it's really for the best because, in all honesty, I don't want to see nobody go through this. And I don't want to see, you know, especially somebody I know or anybody, you know, anybody with a family. I just uh, witnessed my sons. Well, here's the choice. And and we have to make a choice. We are either going to be... Six feet apart or six feet under. Bottom line. And that's just where we at right now. That's just where we at right now. And it's sad, but it's the truth, you know. And much like people myself was told that 14 days I can be in the clear. Just think if I would have started being back in and around my boys. Because I miss yeah. them. I haven't been able to even kiss and hug on them or rejoice to say mama made it. You know, that's the hardest thing. I haven't seen my mother. I haven't seen my siblings. I haven't seen my friends. I 
have clients of like family, you know, I haven't, I've been secluded in this room. You know, it's, it's a difference when you're quarantining and, and you're not, right. sick. but for those that are quarantining and sick, it's a lonely place yeah. to be and you don't want to be there. You know, you just don't want to be there. And why take the risk? Why take, take the risk? It's going to be over. It's going to be over. It can't be like this always because at some point in time, the powers that be, they jeopardize themselves. Right. You know what I mean? They can't let it go on too long. So save yourself. Is it six feet apart or six feet under? We've lost way too many people. Way too many people. And things aren't going to be the same from this. But we can get it back. Yeah. yeah. You know, we can get it back. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Everybody needs to start taking this a little more serious. All right. So, uh, you got any more thing you want to add or you want to go ahead and wrap it up? No, we can wrap it up. I appreciate you reaching out to me and letting me um, speak and give my side of the story. I do have a few more um, details, but I will be doing that on my own okay. page, which is um, Pick Me First Hair. Go ahead. Give your page. Um, give your page. So my page name is Tiffany Versus Hair. I actually shut my page down yesterday with thoughts of just, you know, just getting away from it all for a while. But I did promise my good friend Ted you, that I would you. do an interview for him today. And I totally forgot about it. And, you know, I like to be a woman of my word. I appreciate so that. I will be making another video and giving some more descriptive um, symptoms that I've experienced over it all. And hopefully it can enlighten someone else or help someone else or if they're questioning a feeling or maybe saying, oh, well, they didn't say that this was a symptom. And I'm telling you, yeah, I had that symptom as well. Maybe it alarmed people to just take it a little more mm -hmm. serious. And yeah, it might be time to get yourself away from your loved one. And just take a day or two to kind of monitor where you are. Because I had some crazy other symptoms that, you know, kind of slipped my mind to even venture, yeah. even on my life. Um, but Thank you again for having me, and I hope that this was able to help. Hey, no, pro no problem. And, you know, have to be a little mindful, and it definitely will. I, w I wish it wasn't. I wish it was all a bad dream. And I want to give my condolences to all the ones that have lost the battle, lost, have a loved one that have lost the battle to this, and I am forever grateful that um, I was able to get through it because I'm, I'm no different, but I am favored, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm grateful. I'm grateful that me and my sister made it through. And thank you again, Chad. Yeah, no problem. And I'm I'm grateful that you and your sister made it through as well. Um, I want to salute you two both for battling it, sticking it thank out. You. And um, you know, God got more plans for y'all. So y'all continue to to do y'all best as y'all can, uh, to be healthy. And uh, we're gonna continue praying for y'all. We love y'all. And um anything I can do to help with my family, just let us know. You know, that's so underrated. People say that all the time, but I truly mean that sits from my heart. Yeah. Just, just let us know. And I, I really appreciate the love that I've been getting. Man, it, it is priceless. I guess my seeds are being sold. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> and I'm just, that's why it's good to be good. That's why it's good to do good. Because it's going to come know? back. It's good to do good. Not even with expectations, but man, when you need it most, yeah. I've, been, I've been truly blessed. Well, all right, sis. Well, you hang in there. It was good talking to you. Thank you. Right. Thank you. Thank you.